Do you wanna play a game? Do you like scary movies? Do you wanna eat some brains? Is your chainsaw arm groovy? How bloodthirsty could a talking plant be? Eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. Come play with us forever, cause down here we all float. I never drink wine, so you're gonna need a bigger boat. Or a throat to choke, whether you're in the prim or dairy. Got red rum where your blood from, put your dead son in the cemetery. It's him or carry, be very afraid. You'll be our number one fan and get carried away. All working, no play, you know it always means you're in trouble, son. I came to chew gum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubble gum. What if Quint killed Jaws' his father? What if the Bob's body was marijuana? What if the leprechaun got a job as a bank guard? What if the wolfman had a cowbell instead of Every nards? scary movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters Had canon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning It's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon 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 of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon, shoot him out of a cannon. Head cannon, head cannon. Welcome to head cannon. Tonight we have a very special guest, a new guest we have not yet had on this show. You were on, you were on Dangerous Explosion years and years ago at some point, I think, but yes. but not on the head cannon. And Molly, you're one of my favorite people. You and I, along with with Matt Kramer, started Defiance Comedy together. I know you from the Indianapolis theater scene. Molly North, how are you doing this evening? I am well, Corey. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing well. Good. Yeah. How about you, Brent? How are you doing up there? I purposely used my dog shampoo today. Huh. Okay. How was okay. it? How was it? So, it, it was okay. I, I smell, I, I think, I, I'm, I was kind of, I'm jealous because, like, after my dog gets bathed, my wife will, like, pet the dog a lot. <laughs> Comment how soft and, and that's and that's the reason. That's yeah. That's that's okay. it's purely oh, no. seduction. Not okay. So we're not, not worried about manger fleas or anything. Oh no 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 okay. no. I, I, I think that herbal okay. essence would cover that. Yeah. Like okay. a, uh, I thought yeah. I thought maybe you had run out of human shampoo. Oh no! I've got I've got I actually have a surplus of human shampoo. <laughs> well, there there my theory right. there goes my theory right out the window then. Yeah. Right. Well. <laughs> hey, we popped that balloon. I saw, I saw that. Uh, yeah. The balloon? The Chinese spy balloon. That was a weather balloon, balloon man. It wasn't a weather balloon. They were spying on us. Although, no, like, look, why, why, do they need why do they need a balloon, though? It's a good I question. Know, you know how well that spy satellite worked? Like, we, we they saw it in Canada. Like, before it, like, it reached Montana, and people were like, there it is. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we shot, how much does a, mi I, I'm curious, I want to know, seriously, like, how, I'm not trying to be funny, this isn't a bit, how much does a missile cost? A lot. I'd, we I, shot a missile at a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> it was filled with whatever you fill balloons with to make them float. Yeah, probably helium, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good guess. Wait, did, no, that's you, not what a hot did, air balloon uses. Did you say it's a good gas or a good guess? No, it's a good hey. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know what, what, like, why a balloon? It just yeah, I don't know. Well, and and the the funny thing was all the right wingers going like, you know, apoplectic over this fucking thing, and then the the Department of Defense or whatever was like, oh yeah, this happened like three times under Trump. Like it's a thing that happens sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
they want an intel, can't they just tap into, you know, everyone's phone, which is just a walking GPS for, you know, yeah. every single yeah. thing that we do. Yeah, can't life. they just pull the TikTok data or something? Seriously. That's a good Gotta question. Gotta have that uh, analog version, too, I guess. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Yeah, or you know, I almost wonder if it's more a publicity stunt than anything else. Like, if there's some kind of <laughs> political something behind it, you know? They're mad that that we they're not we're not thinking about them spying on uh, us enough, so they want to make sure that we know that they're spying on us. Right. It's, there's a big card. It's a big Valentine's Day card. <laughs> it's like thinking of you. They just oh, it's just one of those big those big candy hearts. It's like a giant candy yeah. heart. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> fucking wow. shit yeah. well uh molly what have you been up to uh theater wise or what because this will probably come um, out in a couple months maybe april or so so i don't know if you know what defiance will be you'll, you'll yeah, be gearing so up toward fringe we are uh, um kind of gearing up for our season this year and actually we're having a meeting this week to discuss that we're probably going to do a fringe show in August and uh, a Christmas show at the Indie French Building. Mm, nice. Kind of got that secured, and then we will most likely do a fundraiser this year, which we haven't done in a while. But kind of wanted to, you know, see uh, see if anyone would come have fun with us. I think it's going to be a karaoke fundraiser. Ooh, nice! It's a good time. So you know, because we. Went to one of those, um, we went to a Korean karaoke bar <laughs> with the cast of our Christmas show and then um, the cast of our Fringe show from last season. And everyone had a ball. And we just, you know, kind of thought this would be a good idea if we wanted to get more people to come and join us and have fun and, you know, raise a little money. So yeah, that's a good idea. I think that's what we're going to yeah do they do, do they still have karaoke at mass Ave pub on monday no, night I, I think they do mm -hmm. i haven't been down there in a while yeah uh because you know life and kids and all that jazz yeah but <laughs> yeah i think they do i would love to i'm <clears throat> i love karaoke yeah i just went again for the first time recently i found a spot like i went to see an improv show in like down in the city i don't know a few weeks ago and afterwards i was like Yo, is there any karaoke around here? And there were a couple karaoke bars like within walking distance. So nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's just a fun way to kind of, you know, you don't have to be good. Yeah. Actually, I no. prefer like not being good at singing. Yeah. Because that's that's my bag. And then you know you just get to be loud and obnoxious with your friends. I think that's what everyone wants to do when they're in a bar. So. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I remember being at a. Kara and I were at a couple's resort for on our honeymoon and this woman had befriended Kara and like ditched her hu like newlywed husband like they were like fighting oh no and then that was like early in this in the day and then like we said you know she was like okay I'm gonna go back and get ready for the evening the uh, this woman and then we went out to this like club sort of thing where like all the couples go and there was karaoke there and that lady was there by herself drunkenly singing karaoke and then like in the midst of her song was trying to like beckon Kara 
to come up and join her. And she was, she was it was very funny. Oh, wow. Was she I bet was she, was she doing like uh Alanis Morissette or like uh Carrie under you know, she's like, Cause I'm here to remind <laughs> you I'm You're sure uninvited? Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then she like pause and be like, Come on up, come on, do it Carrie was like, Fuck no. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. You know, she's like she's doing one of those like, "Who's coming with me, man?" Like, <laughs> Jan. <laughs> thank you, Jan. Yeah. Friends in low places. She did win. So. She won at a couples resort, and like all like the, the wives. Oh, her for a so what? How, what? How? How'd the story end? Where, did they get back together by the end of the the trip, or what? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think there's anything coming back from that. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you ruin your honeymoon, like yeah. that's that's oh, yeah, that's Jesus. gonna be some hard, hard like sorries. <laughs> it's hard yeah. to come back from. Yeah. Hope there was a prenup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Corey, did you do? Did, um, you can edit it out if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Didn't you do some um improv for like the first time recently? Yeah, oh, I did. Did you get yeah. to do that? Yeah. How did that go? I was thinking about you. I was wondering. It, how... it was good. I, I felt a little rusty, but it was, it's such a nice, it's this, uh, little, one of the, one of the theaters up here, Molly called the CIC theater shut down. They, they lost their, uh, well, I think they gave up their lease during COVID. And so they're looking for a new spot now, but they're, they perform out of the back of this tavern, this place called Finley Dunn's. And, huh. and it's, you like go through the bar and then you walk down this hallway, there's like the bathrooms on the left, the kitchen to the right, and you go back and there's this room, it's not very big, but they've got like three rows of chairs set up and it's it's set up for improv. And they do shows every Wednesday and Thursday, and it's some of the best improv I've seen in the city, like that the other people are doing. And uh, it's really, like, it's a free show, you go, you like, uh, you know, and everybody there's really enthusiastic and really into it, and it's just, it's a good vibe, it's a good time, so. Nice! Yeah, but I think we're we're signed up to do another show. I think in a couple of weeks, and then, um, yeah. So I'll be I'll be doing more shows there. So very cool. What? Yeah. How's uh? When's the last time you did improv? Like three years ago, before okay. the before the pandemic. Yeah. So. Yeah, nice. It's been over. And does it did it bring uh like a decent crowd? Like, are there people going back there to watch? Yeah, the, it's oh, it's always packed back there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So was it like long form or did you play games? Uh, it's long. It's pretty much all long form, yeah. Cool. cool. So, yeah, it was a good time. Though. I'm looking forward to it. It's nice to be, you know, back in the swing of things, doing it again. So, so is it a, a suggestion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it with a group that you know, or is it just like? So, like, are you with a group that does that then? Yeah. When I when or... I went like over the summer, I was like, you know, what? I want to get back into like doing something, right? So I started, I started taking classes at the, the CIC, they're offering classes. They don't have their theater, but they have this room rented out. Um, okay. And so they have, so, oh, good. I got it. Yeah. Good. So, so that's yeah. cool. So, um, is it like, is it kind of like comedy sports where it's like all ages and then they have adult shows too, or is it just. No, it's just, it's, it's, all a, adults? it's in a bar. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's late. It's late. It's not, it's not late, but it's, it's at night in a bar. So yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, no, it's a good time, and it's, uh, yeah, it's good to just be doing improv again, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but awesome. but it's not, but I really like the, the CIC program, man. If you, for anybody who might be listening, it might be interested because 
you know, I went through Second City's program and IO's program, and they all have like they're they're great and there are good things about them. But if you, if you just want to learn to do like good, fun, entertaining, worthwhile improv as the goal as the art form, there's no better program than CIC. Like it's just there. I I really like what they're doing there. So cool. yeah, I can't wait for them to get a new yeah. new theater going. So when are you gonna do it again? Are you, do, are you scheduled to do it, do it again? Yeah, the sixteenth. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, so then the the class I'm with, we're in our fourth level of classes, and then there's a fifth level, and then you you have like performance. Then we'll perform there every day for like a couple months after that, or not every day, every Thursday or Wednesday, whatever it is. Um, but another thing I like about the classes is that they kind of gear you to like work together and to kind of continue as a team past the classes. You know what I mean? Uh instead of just like okay bye you know yeah <laughs> is there one session where you just think of a name for your i don't i don't i don't know yeah i assume <laughs> i maybe sometime in the in the in the last level i don't know <laughs> in the last level that's right <laughs> now it's just it's thinking like of a name smoke and there's like a fire yeah like, think of your name yeah they just have like a sorting hat like from harry potter yes <laughs> hey and you guys uh like you just brand yourself so that that's the name, then you're stuck there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the name. That's it. When we and there was this guy who took the first level with us, and what he was nice enough, whatever. But he, I guess he he bailed out of the second level, and then wrote on his blog like this scree against the guy, our instructor, like the guy running CIC, because this guy he's from like rural New York, and he came in and a he was like the weakest out of everyone in the class. Like he just had a lot to learn as far as improv goes, but he would always like challenge the instructor. Like the, ins- our, our instructor would be like, here's the exercise. Here's what we're doing. And he's like, I'm going to do something different. We're like, no, that's not, that's not the point. You don't, that's not what we're doing. So we had a scene where he was like cleaning a gun and like kind of being intimidating and threatening toward the other character. When like the express purpose of the exercise was to like not present conflict and not. So afterwards the instructor's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, you know, so anyway, he was like, he wrote this thing on his blog that's like, that's like liberal sheep run the arts in the city and there's no room for any kind of, you know, if you're not part of the group think then you're, and I'm like, no man, you just, you're bad at improv. Like, you know, you know, he's like, he's, like, he's just like kind of sucks at improv. And then he's like taking it out on, uh, the, this, this institution i guess is this as he's taking the class well he 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 like dropped out and then like dropped this on his blog and and so so okay you were familiar he was sure to tell you about his blog well you know everyone it was like the first day of our third level like my classmates were all talking about it and i was like wait are you talking about this fucking guy and they were like yeah that fucking guy i was like oh shit (laughs) and apparently it has like some uh transphobic uh, thoughts on his blog as well. It sounds like a real train wreck. I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when is uh, this gonna air? Because I was gonna say, well, it's this weekend. It's too late anyway. Oh. Um, but I was gonna tell you, Callie Burke has been doing Indie Night Live. Yes. You know, because you're writing some, so mm-hmm. that's this weekend. Yeah. Did you get anything in? I'm I'm going to for the the show I edit for Wednesday. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something for it but okay cool just yeah dir- just directing people there but yeah yeah are you are you participating are you in that at all or? so i wrote a little sketch very last minute uh but she said that it's in there so that'll cool. be fun. 
I'm probably gonna go on Saturday nights to go see it. Nice. Well, let me know what uh, you. So I think. Th- sketch. Sorry, Corey. Oh no. Because I've asked you this question, Corey. I want to ask Molly. So you wrote a sketch that you're just gonna see suddenly perform. Yeah. yeah. What's that feel like to know that? It's, it's yeah. cool. It's weird. Um, yeah. because I had no. You know, I'm I'm very used to being involved in like my my nose in every part of the process when we <laughs> put shows on. So to just write something and then give it out to the world to, you know, change direction or or cast maybe not how I envisioned it or you know what it looks like on stage. It's very cool and a little a little scary and a little like. You know, it's like it's like children, right? Where you just—I mean, that's not, but it is kind of. You're just you're leaving them out in the world, and then it's like, well, that I created that, and that's either it's gonna land on its face, or people are gonna enjoy it. So right, yeah, and it would like... never happen. But if it was dog shit, and then they were like, and now the writer of this, of this right? shit show. If it's not you. good, then I'll I'll just you know I can hide behind anonymity and just be like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Right. Well, just. And just like with kids, the good parts, you're like, yeah, I helped, I helped with that. But then the bad parts, you're like, look, I try, you know what? I did what I could ultimately wasn't up to me. Cause like, that's not, that wasn't my vision. That part wasn't my, I didn't write that. That was nature. That was was improv. That was not me. You know what? I, I this, I, this just clicked in my brain. I, I've heard Stephen King say the exact same thing. He's like, no, I love when they adapt my movies. Cause if it, if it's great, then everybody's like, yeah, fucking Stephen King. But if it sucks, he's like, Hey, that's not. I just wrote the story. What do you want from me? You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no. it, but it's cool. It's uh, it is kind of a great, you know, a, a great way to exercise that. If because she gets a bunch of a bunch of writers to come and do different sketches, so it's not it's not just one writer throughout. So it's it's neat for everyone I think involved to to be able to have a part of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah, let me let me know what you think because I I wrote some sketches for the the one she did for Halloween, and I think I think they're doing I think she's doing four sketches I wrote uh for this for for Valentine's nice. Day. So yeah, yeah, I uh you have to let me know which ones you which ones you did. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm... What's the sketch about, Molly? Mine is about because it's Valentine's Day themed, mm. right? So mine was about three teenage girls. I had originally said it in the '90s because I just love the vernacular like i love the <laughs> the jargon but there was another sketch when we were reading through them as a group where i was like uh, i don't want to there was another one that kind of was taking that route so i made it a little bit more towards it's it's more towards this day and age but hot boy uh popular guy gives one of them a mixtape because it's all you know Nice. When we grew up, it was all about the mixtape. Right. And how it, it means so much. Uh, every song you just, you know, you um, dissect to, mm-hmm. to see what they were trying to say to you. So it was kind of along yeah. the lines of this This boy gave me something really important, but also what is what the fuck is a cassette tape? Like what, how do I play this? <laughs> what is this thing? Because it's totally not their right. um, technology. That, that's and then. Funny. Yeah, you know, I don't give it away, but it's a ridiculous song is on it, and hilarity ensues. Yeah. But uh, it's like Little Miss can't be wrong or something. Yeah, like that. well, close. <laughs> it was. Um, no, don't spoil it. It's I like... know I won't. <laughs> it's a very not Valentine's 
Day song. But it was the first hey. thing in my, it, like, I, I actually wrote it around this song because I was like, that would just be really funny if someone got a mixtape and was expecting, you know, Luther Vandross and uh, right, right. it would be entirely different. So. <laughs> For some reason, I love the mixtapes. They don't yeah. know who Luther Vandross is anyway. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, not, I, it's also very, I'm 40, guys, so I don't know. <laughs> Me too. It's okay. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, so what, what's, what's the worst part about being 40 for you? Like, what are you, like, what are you so scared of? I can't lie to myself anymore about, like, <laughs> you know, I'll do that when I'm an adult. Right. Like, I'll do that when I'm older. I'll deal with that. I'll, I'll decide what I want to do in life. Because now it's like, well, the ship's kind of fucking sailed. Like, you're, <laughs> what you're doing now is, I don't know if I'm going to be a late bloomer and do something entirely <laughs> different. I'm kind of stuck with what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Molly, I just I just had this thought yesterday. Yeah, that's so wild that you just mentioned. Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay. There was actually like some relief in that too, though. That was like, okay, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't have to worry so much. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, any- yeah. But it's a uh, yeah, it's just wild. It really was what they. It was very cliche, but you know, you wake up the next day and everything hurts, and you're like, that's not gonna really. That's not really how. But it really was. This is the next day. Like, oh my god! Why am I so slow? Everything, everything hurts. Oh man. So, good luck, Corey. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm I'm only 38. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So, you're a youngin. Yeah. No. You know, not not. To... Wait, what's that? Is that Sand- Adam Sandler? What's that from? Yeah, it's Billy Madison. Billy Cherish Madison. Cherish it. Cherish it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, the, uh, not not to do like a gratuitous segue or anything, but I th- I think that actually has a lot to do with the the movie you selected, Molly, and a lot of the themes, and at least what I took away from this movie. So do you, we're we're talking about twenty twenty one's The Green Knight? Will you tell us uh, kind of your overall thoughts on it and and what made you choose this movie? When I saw the trailer, I was very intrigued about, you know, how it was kind of a, a story about one of, right? It's one of King Arthur's roundtable nights, but that's, it, there's not much known about it. And so I kind of, I remember seeing the trailer and uh, Deb Patel is the lead, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing it, it was seemed really visually interesting and well done, but then it kind of fell off my radar until the other day. Uh, we were scrolling for a movie and it's like, oh, that it popped up. And so we started to watch it and it was such a mind fuck. Like it was just, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And it was very, just very intriguing. It's one of those movies where I was thinking about it long after we had stopped watching it. And I love those kinds of movies where it makes you wonder what you just saw. Like it takes a little bit longer to process. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I saw it uh, when it shortly after it first came out, because it was because there was a period of time. I mean, at this point, you know, a 24 is I think they got the most nominations of any yes. movie studios at, at the Oscars. Yeah. Right? So they're putting out great work. Yeah. So, you know, but for, for the last 10 years or so, you know, but but even just a couple years or what, like when this movie came out was kind of like the pinnacle of like, oh, anything a 24 does. Like, I want to see, you know, I want to see it. What is it? Yeah. You know, yeah, and uh, and so I saw this when it came out, and I I, I remember enjoying it, um, but I'm I'm glad you chose it. And I got I'm glad I got to rewatch it with a more analytical like, with the Did intention. Did you see of, it in the theater or 
or did you see it? No, I just I just rented it, I think, or or okay. yeah, grabbed it from the library or something. But I wish I had seen it in the theater. I I, yeah. I I feel like this would lend itself to a big screen experience. Yeah. 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 I was when I watched it. It was more just like I had like I judged the book by the cover. It was like this is gonna be a crazy fantasy movie. For, it's a very adult like. Mm-hmm. And then it was beautiful as I was watching it. And then I realized I am just not smart enough for this fucking movie. <laughs> and and uh, watching YouTube videos helped. Like to, I'm like, okay. oh, I need someone to explain it to me. Did yeah. you watch the summaries on it? Because I'm, I did it. And I'm really kind of interested. I, I probably should have done more research after. I was more just interested in, in like the actors because I know one of those is Banshees of Ishirin. Also, a twenty-four. Uh, or is that different? It may be. I don't know. It probably because is. The, one of the guys in Green Knight is up for an Oscar nom. Yeah, is it Barry 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 Keoghan or whatever his name yes, is? Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. And he's really good in. I mean, he's good in both. But um, well, I don't. I the Green Knight, but uh, it's a Searchlight I, Productions movie. Okay. Okay. Because I. But I should have done more research because then I, I remember thinking, well, is this based on a, a real King Arthur Knights of the Round Table night? Like, because it, it seems such a, I don't know, a detailed yeah. backstory for this guy. Yeah. But no, it, it is. And it's based specifically off of like a 14th century uh, poem. Uh, yeah. an epic okay. an epic poem which actually i mean he took liberties with the story but there are a lot of very similar beats as far as like the green knight comes in it's like a new year's eve party he challenges him like blow for blow come visit me in a year and, and a day or whatever and then even on the journey he goes to the house of the lord and the lady and the lady tries to seduce him and the lord is like i'll give you what i gather on the hunt and you get me what you gather in the house and he's like what and uh yeah and so a, a lot of that, what's that? Yeah. He's like, what does, what does that, that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so is it, yeah, it does come from an, uh, an old ass poem and uh, a lot of the plot beats and everything are, are actually like pretty similar. Yeah. So. I love old ass poems. Yeah. <laughs> but they, no. I, they also, they made a, uh, a movie. What year was that? They did a movie called Gawain, Gawain and the Green Knight in 73. And then there's a movie called Sword of the Valiant, The Legend of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. What's that? Gawain. Gawain. Is that? Yeah, that's how. Yeah, they pronounce it weird. I I always thought it was like Gawain, but they were like, but they were like Gawain. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Kara walked past who's (laughs) a prolific language arts teacher. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) cringed as you said it oh no now she thinks less of me but no but uh yeah that's cool but and in that movie sean connery was the green knight in the in the okay. night in the oh, 1984 yeah. version yeah so then my question is if you did uh brent if if you did some research on on this movie is it my biggest question was is he made of witchcraft? Because and of the the belt. Because of his because his mother is clearly like doing a spell while this right before this green knight comes into the court, and if so, did she have anything to do with the house of the lord and lady? Because 
she the lady says i made this for you and the, but the mom we saw that the mom made the belt for mm-hmm. him yeah to protect him from anything that was going to go on during his journey so like what I, what i saw this is a youtube video i saw I'm not, I'm not deep diving or nothing but that like that it was actually hindering him the whole time no yeah absolutely but i guess what my real question oh, is pardon. i guess what my real question is if mom was in on in on this uh because clearly the lady in the house is uh the prostitute that he's been yeah. sleeping with at home right it's I think there's supposed to be two different characters, but it's the same actors. Are yeah. they supposed to be two different characters? I think so. I interpreted that as maybe that house was a hallucination, mm-hmm. or uh, maybe it was part of the witchcraft to like keep him, distract him from the journey to see if he would be distracted from his journey. Mm-hmm. If that's I- the case, then mom was mom like uh, had anything to do with this lady? That's jerking him off like, <laughs> was, in my head i'm like this is this right. is weird right this Some got real weird incestuous uh yeah yeah, yeah stuff there I, maybe that's maybe that's just me yeah. that's where my mind went i was like this is if mom is in charge of the the witchcraft that's uh perpetuating this journey why right. is she in charge of the jerking why is she feeling around down there like what yeah. well can uh-huh. i my thought on it and also kind of what i read about the the epic poem was that his mom in this movie is supposed to be the character Morgan Le Fay or Morgana Le Fay or whatever, right? The 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 witch, the sorceress from like the Arthurian. Yeah. Um but in the poem, the old lady with the blindfold, she's actually the evil witch and at the end it reveals that the lord was behind it all and the lord is the green knight in the poem. Right? Joel 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 Edgerton's character. I think okay. I think they adjusted it. I don't think there was a mom character in the poem. I think they adapted that part of it into the movie to play into kind of more mommy issues and the fact that he's having trouble growing up and figuring out what it becomes, what it is to be a man. Um, But I think, I do think it's all orchestrated by the mom. She created the green Knight, and I have a couple, couple thoughts as to her motivation. I don't know exactly what it is. I have a couple ideas, but I think she, cause I think she's the old woman or the old woman is an avatar for her because in the beginning, as she's doing the magic, she puts a blindfold on when she, okay, yeah. and, and the old lady in the house is blindfolded the whole time. Yeah. Um, so she I, really weirded me out. <laughs> yeah. I could not figure out why she was there. It's like, okay, we're just going to ignore this. This weird old lady. Yeah. But you know, yeah. Old ass poems, but that's interesting that it was the, then, then they thought it was the, the Lord of the house. Why do you think it was like, what do you think mom's motivation was then? If it was, if it was mom's who mom's idea for this whole. Yeah. I have, I think that either I think, and I think that there are two motivations. I think they might be the same thing. I think that she, well, I think there's a lot here about, uh, civilization and or Christianity and it being, and the battle between that and, nature slash paganism right because king because king arthur and 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 all that kind of represents civilization and order i guess as we think of it and then the green knight kind of represents more paganism and the inevitability of civilization as we think of it being overrun by by nature right like because eventually at some point everything will wind down 
and yeah. and everything is going to be grown over, right? Yeah, that's um, a good take. So I think I think the mom either and I think she because she's practicing. I think she's like a a paganist, uh, a pagan spy, I guess, in King Arthur's court, and so I think she is kind of working against this established order. And so I think for her son, maybe she's hoping that he'll pass the test and make the right decision and grow as a person and like do the good thing. But I also, but then I also think maybe she just knows that he won't. And the only way that she can stave off this, like the horrors that he's going to create the war and all, you know, all the suffering that's going to come about because he's an indecisive waif of a person. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think that his death is beneficial in the long run, (laughs) you know? Yeah. 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 I I think I'm, I'm kind of in a similar path with that, where I think if it was, if mom was the one that orchestrated all of this, I think it was, she wanted to give him a purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. And this journey is a purpose for him. Like it's something finally that he's working towards to get his ass out of the house. Like to, yeah, you need to grow up and get your shit together. And uh, are you going to live with honor or not? You know? Yeah. So, and that's, uh, that truly seems to be his motivation for this whole thing. Like, uh, you know, he does get distracted, but then he realizes at the end, if he's protecting himself with this, band he's not going to really truly die with honor so he takes it off but that was the whole that was the challenge that was the you know the lesson like he that's what he had to do yeah because it it makes you think if when he had it on green knight was looked like he was ready to chop his head off like okay i'm going to chop your head off yeah but it wasn't until after he took it off where he's like i don't know it was just wild yeah (laughs) very wild uh but I think it, it, I think it did throw me off that they used the lady and the prostitute as the same actress because in yeah. my head that might have meant way more than they intended to. Yeah. Well, and, but, I, and, and I kind of took it, and it, and maybe it is the same character, and it's supposed to be like a, a a dream version of, you know, that could very well be. I kind of took it as, you know, he's he won't marry the prostitute because she's a prostitute and he's seeking something else. He's looking for something else. Right. And so he's tempted by this, the lady of the the house or whatever, but it's, it's literally the same person. Like it's the exact same person and he's, you know, eschewing one and drawn toward the other toward like the sense of adventure and the unknown and everything. But, but it's like, it's literally the same person. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And that's what made me think more of a, is it a hallucination? Because otherwise, why are you using the exact same, like, is it in his head? Yeah. Or is she, or is she witchcraft, you know? Because that's the, that's the prostitute chick that you've been having sex with. Right. <laughs> and that, that. Was, that was not in the action, in the, the original poem. Uh, no, I don't know if there was a prostitute character in the original poem. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I don't, not that I read, I didn't read the poem. I just read about the poem, but yeah. 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 I think, I think all it's this. Probably, it's probably a very difficult poem to read. Before, yeah. 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 And there's in like, in like, if you, if you look this up on YouTube, looking for reviews or whatever, 
there's uh, there's because of this movie there's like a been been like a resurgence of people reading the poem and then like I'm sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah mansplaining it to you yeah <laughs> yeah all right yeah um but yeah it it I really I I enjoyed it because it was so weird and kind of off putting and just to me that's if it can when something is original and not you know not what you expected like that's what i like that's what i like out of movies yeah. and a 24 does that yeah. a lot when i and yeah. and i really I, I i love this movie and watching it again last night i was like god damn it's like i i just really enjoy watching this movie but it kind of reminded me of have you seen mandy with nicolas cage Oh, if you, that movie's a little more, I, I don't want to, if you enjoyed this movie, you should watch Mandy. Okay. Because it, it's, it's got this, it's, it's gorgeous and it's weird. <laughs> like. They're my two favorite things. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous and weird. Yeah. But, but I like at the beginning and I, and I caught it this time cause I'd seen it before, but when he's like stumbling around in the brothel at the beginning, um, mm-hmm. He falls down and she's like, come on, come on, we got to go. And he's like, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And she's talking about him being a knight and like him, like, and he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then the, the very last thing he says in the movie is, okay, I'm ready now, you know, and I'm not ready is the first thing he says in the movie. What's that? That's, that's his first line is what I heard. Oh, is I'm not ready? I didn't remember it. I don't remember it being his first line, but it, it might be. He says it very early on. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, uh, yeah. I'm not sure. I, I don't. Yeah. And then I'm ready is his last line. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But it's, but yeah, I think, and I think in the. Imagine chopping someone's head off in front of your mom. That's <laughs> fucked up. I mean, why do you have to go that hard? Like, dude, it's a, they said it's a game. Right. And they explained to you, this is what you do to me. I'm going to do to you. Yeah. Wouldn't you stop for a second and be like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to lose my head. So maybe not. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. why why do you think why do you think he did that? That's a good question of motivation cuz was it a was it a machismo thing like he had to be he wanted to prove that he I don't know yeah. was a strong fighter in front of all of these other knights. You know, and I, 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 it was like easy, it was easy get like he didn't he knew he wouldn't have to like fight much for it. Yeah. When I, when there, and there was actually a YouTube video I saw that was talking about the, the masculinity thing. And I do think it was exactly that. And I think that wrestling with like, what is, what is, what is masculine? What is honor? Like, what are you supposed to do? Uh, I think are, are you know, cause in, cause a, I think he was wrestling with that and is like, cause after he chops his head off, he like looks at the King. He's like, did I do good? Is that what I'm yeah. supposed to do? And it's yeah. like, and the whole movie, like he never really makes a decision. He just does what he's told. And, yeah. and, and, and like, he has no idea what he's doing at any point. He's just like being batted around. Like he's in a pinball machine by, yeah. by other people, you know, he's letting life make choices for him. He's not, he's not being proactive. He's being reactive. Yeah. 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 And oh, and I think that that, that masculinity and honor is a part of it. And I almost got, I almost got like, it was almost like the movie was telling me two different things, like almost opposing things. But I think it kind of was both at the same time, like one, you know, they, they keep warning him off. Like, and I think I've reconciled it in my own mind, but I think it's like, cause they're like, no, why are you going to fight the green knight? Like, this is fucking stupid. You're just going to die for what? For no, for some yeah. sense of honor for, and he's like, and even in the, in the, in the 
castle when the Lord asks him, like, you know, what do you hope to gain by this? And he's like, honor? And the guy's like, are you asking me or telling me? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like, you're not very good at questions. Right. No, because he's at because he has no answers about anything yeah. ever at any point. It's all questions. And. And so but but so I think it's like what like why what is the point just for some you don't even know why like you don't even have a clear idea why you're going to do this. It's so dumb. Um, but then at the same time, I, I think it's there's also a. Well, you've made your bed now lie in it like this is. This is for better or worse, whether you were an yeah. idiot about it or not, this is what you've set up for yourself. So now you have to yeah. see it through. You have to like follow through, you know, you've got to reap what you sow basically. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. And, uh, you cut off someone's head. So. Yeah. You, you cut, when you absolutely. <laughs> you know, real hard. Yeah. You did not have to. <laughs> yeah. And I but, like that. Um, and the knight just picks up the head. <laughs> He's like, yeah. He's like, all right. <laughs> Yeah, see you in a year. See you in a year, <laughs> <laughs> But the, the I, I did I did read that the poem takes place on New Year's Eve, and I and I think moving it to Christmas, I think that like Christianity versus paganism thing, I th I think that's one of the reasons why they probably yeah, moved it to Christmas. A, now that you now that you pointed that out, there's definitely some imagery that would make that, you know, definitely a point of the story. Yeah. Um, cause he talks about, you know, talks about going to church and not cause he wants, uh, not, not probably cause he wants to, but because he thinks he has to, cause that's what he's told to do, you know? Yeah. Well, that, that was know. King Arthur's whole thing, right? Like stamping out paganism in the, oh yeah and for Christian spreading, you got to spread Christianity to the savages, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, he was a wild character too. The King Arthur. The, yeah, he was. Um. Yeah, and they were both so sickly, like, and this, I was, yeah. I was like, they, they both just looked terrible. Yeah, well, uh, What's-Her-Face of the Veil was uh, really sick-looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Arwen, Arwen, or whatever. Um, Liza, Liza, not Liza, yeah, Liza Aaron. Yeah, 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 that sounds right, yeah, Kate, Kate yeah. Dickey, yeah. I did, because so I the guy that played the king, hmm. is his name Sean Harris? I, I think so. He's a ginger. Is that right? I forget what he looks like. Ginger? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I no, think so. It's like really sickly. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Like even his IMDb, it's like he's the palest of the pale. <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate that he was, because, you know, and maybe that's, maybe that was intentional too, that the, when, when he is always depicted, King Arthur is like, you know, you would imagine him to be, very um masculine and assertive and and a leader because that's what that's yeah. what he became but he seems very kind of at the end of his life sowing some regrets you know trying to make amends with this family member who he says you know he didn't really have a relationship with and he seems very gentle with him yeah uh, so i thought that was kind of interesting yeah I feel like everyone looks so sick back then in movies. <laughs> like, Death the Jell does it, but. Yeah. Like, of a time. Right. Right. He looks fine. If I had a time machine, he looks good. Guy. He looks good, guys. He looks good. He looks good. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, a, he's a very good looking man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think I would, like, I would, like, instead of, like, a pub, I would open up, just, like, a soup shop. Because everyone's just so sick. Like, 
But you, you, you know what? You'd be over there. There's a leash. You have some soup. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd be watching everyone go into the pub across the street like, oh, my. Right. You're making yourselves more sick. Right. <laughs> I, I should have gone into the pub game. <laughs> right. Even with what I know now, yeah. I go back in time and I fuck it up. If, if, if I could go back in time again. <laughs> if I could go back in time again. <laughs> oh man. Well, it's and speaking of, man, this this that there's this well, and it kind of remind you remember the the puppets in the beginning where it's like the puppet <laughs> show of like the green knight and they're like chopping each other's heads off and then there's the wheel in the background that's like the wheel of seasons, right? It's like spring, yeah. summer, fall, right? And then, and I didn't, I didn't get this the first time, but the second time watching it, because it kind of reminded me of the tapestry in Midsummer. Have you seen Midsummer, Molly? I've seen. I haven't seen it all the way through. Okay, I've seen. I've seen parts of it. It's another weird one. Uh, yeah, but it's but this That's another. The, H, is that another eight twenty four? I it um yeah it is. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's but Brent, you remember there's that tapestry that kind of like tells the story of, of the movie, right? Absolutely, yeah. So that the the puppets that kind of reminded me of that a little bit, and then you have the scene where he's tied up on the on the forest floor, and the camera pans around in a full three sixty, and it kind of goes through the seasons, yeah. and like almost like a year passes, and you go back to him, and he's a skeleton, and then and then the camera like goes back in time, it like reverses, goes back yeah. around, which I thought was that was so wild and so so cool to you know. Again, just trying to trying to understand, like interpret what they're what they're meaning by that. Because right. is it two paths, or is it is it inevitability, or is it you know I don't know. I well I I, cool. I I thought it was both, and I, I do I think it was like an alternative, but I think I think well, at least for me it was like no matter what you do, whether you die on the floor or you run away and you go like live your life as a king. Or you just kneel down and, and and if you're ready right now, like eventually the green knight is going to chop your head off. Like, yeah, eventually it's going to get you, you know? Yeah. Well, and, uh, what's her face? The lady of the house had that very long, very interesting, dark, uh, poem about green, how that's, that's why he's the green knight because everything turns back to green. Like everything decomposes, everything dies. Yeah. And you can't escape it. Yeah. Oh, and she said something. I think I wrote it down because she was like, oh, what is it? Like something like after the lust of red has faded, the, yeah. the green green comes. Oh, green green is what is left. Yeah, because at that point she's yeah. kind of comparing it to pregnancy and like things growing and, and seeds being sown. And mm-hmm. yeah, after the lust of red fades, green is what is left, I think she says. Yeah. 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 Which was very cool. Very, yeah, yeah, so, it's well, wild, yeah, and and again, and and his motivation in chopping the Green Knight's head off that was a huge question for me, too. But but some of the stuff I, I read afterwards, I almost think of Sir Gawain as like he you could think I, I think of him as like representing civilization, right? Because we're like we have these big ideas of like glory and we're gonna like do something great. But it's always like, is this it? Is this glory? Did we do it? Like, we have cars yeah. now. Is it is AI? Is it AI? Did we do it now? And it's like, yeah. uh, are we done? Can we go now? Is this is this it? Yeah. Did yeah. Did did we did we achieve the thing? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. But eventually, like, 
the green knight's gonna chop your head off it doesn't matter yeah, <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter yeah maybe that's why he chopped his head off because he wanted to be he wanted to in a sense you know if the green knight is death or green represents death he wanted to defy death he wanted to live forever i don't know the more i think about it maybe it was honor versus accolades because mm -hmm. he he clearly wanted people to you know think he did a good job yeah and so somewhere along the way he realizes well i it it, it can't matter what other people think like i have to i have to do this because it's what i have to do like that's why you know he takes that off because if he doesn't do this with honor you know, people might still, he'll still get King Arthur's crown and his sword and he'll still be, but, you know, uh, it, there will be something that you, I don't know, something yeah. missing. No, I think, I, it was yeah, very, like, it's, if it's, if it's all built on a foundation of cowardice and, and shirking his responsibility, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, then it's just all going to come to ruin anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you guys do... You normally do horror movies, and I know this isn't necessarily a horror movie, but what... I, I disagree. Uh, there, uh, other people were considering this a horror movie. For okay, because sure. I was going to say, like, what what parts of this, then, if it's not technically or categorically in that genre, what, what parts of this would you consider horror? Because I, I also felt like, I don't know if horror, but there were definitely some... Oh, being attacked in the, in the forest by, like, well, a band yeah. of, like early 20-somethings, man, just holding a knife <laughs> you, making you feel, making yeah. you feel small and just, like, not in charge at all. Yeah. Like, it's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. To, well, to not feel in control. You're, you're, ba he's basically walking to his death to go face a supernatural being who, who is intending on cutting his head off. Right, yeah. I, and there's not, you know, I think, uh... Intending doom in a year. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I think the impending doom and the not not knowing what's going to happen as the viewer, because you you know what is supposed to happen, but is that what's going to really happen? I, I don't know. I I think that that's that's definitely a, an element of horror that I always enjoy because horror is not always my favorite genre. Mm -hmm. But if it's yeah. done, if, you know, if it's done with a weird angle like this, then it's I I, I like the intrigue. I like the story. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, and, and I agree. Like, I, I think this falls within the, under the umbrella. But especially that little, that part in the middle with uh, uh, that actress Aaron Kellyman when he goes to the, uh, like, he goes to bed in that, like, disheveled old cabin in the woods and that girl, that girl yeah. wakes him up. And she's like, sir, I've, I've lost my head. It's been thrown yeah. in the spring. Like, that whole part is like, you know. Yeah. Well, and then he goes up there after he received, turns her head and then he looks down and the head is a live head and you're like, oh shit, like it's <laughs> your skull. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's well, a, and, and, and something that I thought about well after the movie is once again, she's like, will you go retrieve my head? And he's like, he's like starts to do it and he's like, oh, what do you give me for it? And she's like, how dare you ask me that? And he's like, yeah, no, you're right. I'll just get your head. And like, and so he dives in after it but again, it's like, it's almost like he's seeking glory and accolades and he's doing it because of whatever. And the light and the whole spring in the water, it all turns red, right? Like it's that, that red lust for glory and honor and, and, yeah. and va vanity. Right. And it's not, yeah. 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 
what else were there? there were like virtues is that right is that what the whole movie's about like the there five of them or something like that like probably yeah they talk they like talk seduct- about um lust was one like or seduction or no, I did, was another one. I did see somebody mention this, yeah, because she says like the five. They're like the five wounds. Friendship of, with the fox. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Somebody was like, there. There's generosity, which he gives the coin to the boy, but again, the boy. It's not. He's not being generous. The kid's like, hey, give me some money for. And he's like, okay, yeah. whatever. Here's a coin. Yeah. And then courtesy with that. Oh, enough. The the scene we were talking about, and then chastity with the lady. Which again, he doesn't really like follow through with uh, fellowship with the Lord, which he kind of fails there too. And then he fails at all of them. He fails at all of them. Yeah. He throws. He he gets rid of the fox, even though the fox is clearly his only friend. Like, why are you? He's trying to help you. Yeah. Yeah. And I I almost wondered if the fox wasn't a. I don't know, wasn't, not a stand-in, but almost, like, wasn't also the prostitute in some way? Because at the end, when he gets on the boat, the fox is like, why don't you just come with me or stay with me or something? And I'm, you know. Yeah. I I think through that, through that whole journey, I was, because there was, I believe witchcraft was at the beginning. Like, I thought that that was through the whole journey. Like, maybe it was his mom following him to make sure that he was okay or, or giving him challenges throughout. Yeah. Or, or, so I thought the fox was the mom, like saying, "Just come home with me, like you'll be safe." Oh, that's yeah. See, and I I agree that a lot of it was up to his mom's witchcraft. I thought it was nefarious the whole time. I thought she was like trying not to help him. <laughs> but but the the, yeah. the 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 his in the beginning, the woman's name is Essel. I realized I was like, you know, I want to stop calling her the prostitute. Her name is Essel. Sure. <laughs> but uh. Sure. <laughs> she she's not her occupation that's fine. right <laughs> but then oh but then those weird the giants that scene with the the those weird cool. giants where that like giant hand like grabs the top of the yeah. mountain oh my god for a second i totally forgot about that scene what yeah. did that mean like, I, what the hell was that about i have no idea i and i i did forget about that scene because it's so yeah. like because i saw it a couple years ago but when I when that scene came on last night, I was like, "What? Oh yeah, I forgot about this." Like, <laughs> yeah, because he's small and incons- uh, insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Like, I don't. That could be. Yeah, they're like they're yeah 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 they're yeah they're just more of like the beauty and grandeur and mystery of nature, the unknown. I dig yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he like yells. At, yeah, he's like he's like, "Can you give me a ride?" And she just they start singing or just like yeah. <laughs> is that a no yeah it's like all right then fine <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you, <man>. <laughs> fuck you giants <laughs> it's, just, it's like one step guys you just take one step and i'm there right yeah just, just like toss me <laughs> yeah just throw me <laughs> uh, yeah that was a it's a wild storyline yeah also i like when the when the lord is like you know, he's like, what, what's your plan? What are you doing? And he's like, and this one thing will make you an honorable man. He's like, yeah, I guess so. I just like do this one thing. And I'm like, I'm good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just forget all the other shit that I did. This yeah. one thing is definitely going to matter. <laughs> and then the kiss, I thought the kiss with the Lord was interesting. And that's, uh, that's also in the poem, I guess there it's like, a, it's a, th- yeah. it's a three beat where the first night the, the lady comes to him and is like 
you know, trying to trying to seduce him, and he's put he's like, no, 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 no. But then he's like, okay, one kiss. So she gives him a kiss, and then like the the Lord brings a deer, and and he like brings a deer. He's like, here, I killed a deer, and then the guy gives him one kiss, and then the next night, kind of the same thing. He hunts a boar, and then he gives the lady two kisses. So then he gives two kisses to the guy that night, and then the third <laughs> night, <laughs> Sorry. it's like this. Yeah. Kisses. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just passing kisses along. <laughs> that's how. That's how yeah. you start COVID, man. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that that's? Do you think that's the movie's interpretation of that part of the poem where he says everything that? Just you give me what you get from this house. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's explicitly stated in the poem. From what I yeah. From what I, yeah yeah yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and again, I don't know if that's something, uh, you know, to do. Well, no, and I think it's the, the him. Actually, you know what I think it is? I think it's the the code of honor of the knights or whatever being in conflict with itself. Because he's... I read that the knights knights are supposed to, like, if a damsel asks anything of you, you're supposed to give it to her, right? But you're also supposed to never break your word or, like, go back on your word. So he's... Those things are put at odd, odds with each other when she's asking him... She's, like, seducing him. And he, he doesn't want to say no, because that would be unchivalrous. But then he also doesn't want to uh, break his word to the lord of the house because that would also yeah. be unshiver. So it's kind of like a lose lose situation for him, you know? Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Were you guys? Did you guys find like very intriguing the the art on like the front cover of like the box? Let's call it where it's just like the Green Knight, but everything's like red and yellow. I think it's so such like a badass choice. I don't like, know. I have to the look at it. I don't the, recall. Or just what... like the poster of the movie. It's freaking, I don't know, just like intriguing. Just the word green and then nothing is green. Everything's red and yellow. It just looks cool. Yeah, I think, is this huh. the one you're talking about where he's like holding the axe in the air? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I do. I love that poster. Yeah. Yeah. So badass. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I hold mine up, and it's just like me shampooing myself with dog, <laughs> dog the dog shampoo. The dog shampoo. <laughs> Got to be the dog shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> that bit would have worked better if I was like, "You guys, what if I did? What if I did do that? That'd be Instead awesome." Of like, I did it. Yeah. Then it just didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I could have improved it. <laughs> Next time. Uh, Next time. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a, definitely a standout movie. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and also just really the one other line I had written down that I wanted to mention was just at the end with the Green Knight, where he's like, uh, he's like, is this all there is? Is this it? Is this life? Is this is this all there is? You know, and the Green Knight's like, what else? What else ought there be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should like should there be more? Like, is this? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like it. A lot of So lot of then questions. after he goes home with his head not cut off. Mm-hmm. What does he what does he tell everyone? Right? <laughs> because right. well some of them expected <laughs> to not come home, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and everyone seemed to expect him to come home. I like I don't know. They were all like, "Yeah, just go do this thing and it'll be fine." And he's like, "I guess, but like isn't the Green Knight supposed to cut my head off? <laughs> right. So then is it? So then is everyone in on the 
fact that it's a game except for him? Or that's a good question. Or 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 do they think he's going to be a coward and and run home and fail? I think, with the exception of his mom, and again, this is just my interpretation because I think this movie's open for any number of interpretations. Oh yeah. Um, but I think with the exception of his mom, maybe everybody, especially the king, is like. Look, it's your chivalric duty. Like, you got to do it. I don't know. Hopefully he doesn't cut your head off, but you can't not do it. You said you were going to do it, so you got to yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. The, I Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the king's like, I don't fucking know. Hopefully not. Let us know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you come back with your head. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the kids of the, you know, the kids of the community are going to be like, you know, they probably won't trust that he didn't. He, they probably won't trust that he did it if they if it's not something that the whole community is in on. Yeah. Then they've got to be like, you didn't really go see the Green Knight. Right. You still got your head, asshole. <laughs> we watched those puppets all year. <laughs> yeah, we right? know how that was. We, we know how that was supposed to go down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess That's in true. I guess in the poem he just he just lightly nicks him with the axe and then lets him go. So. Oh. His chivalry was rewarded. The the knight was like, "All right, no, you're good. You can go," which I think is a cop out. <laughs> sure. And then what's the knight do for the rest of his life? Like, I guess I gotta wait till next year. Yeah. You know. He goes to the next kingdom. <laughs> right. But that's a two year bit then, isn't it? Yeah. You gotta wait the whole year, and then that's that's your that's your New Year's plan for the yeah. next year. Yeah. And you gotta There's go not one screen either. Oh. Or you know, yeah. Maybe he does it. Maybe that was like Christmas morning. He like chops dude's head off, and then he goes to another kingdom that night. And he's like, okay, like okay. At, the, at the beginning of the movie, he had just come yes, from like Christmas. He had just, yeah. he had just come from. He's not making, you know, he's not making any money doing that. No, That's just... should you know should have opened a soup pub, you know? Yeah, yeah. the soup pub, right? Serve both beer and soup. <laughs> I love that you said. Oh, you said there wasn't a montage. It's the one flaw of this movie. There was no. <laughs> there was no training montage. There's no training montage. <laughs> if you, I just feel like in a movie where it's like there's a year, you have a year to yeah. the big event. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All this time. Yeah. Could have done a training montage. <laughs> We're big on montages, Brett. I don't yeah. know if you know that. I yeah. think I do. I think that I think the fox <laughs> needed to be like it had like a towel around its like fox neck. Yeah. And it's like the coach. Rare miss. It's all right though. Everything else was great. Yeah, yeah, it did need a it did need a montage. You're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I contributed one thing to this podcast, <laughs> and the the director David Lowry's listening to this, like, fuck. Oh, <laughs> next. I knew there was something. Next, he picks that strand of film off the floor. And just like, <laughs> Why? <laughs> I should have left it in. <laughs> I haven't seen the director's cut, so maybe there is a montage we don't know about. Maybe. I hope so. I hope to Christ so. <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> fucking, there fucking better be a montage. <laughs> uh, shit, alright. Well, man, I've got... I mean, I think I wrote some other things down here, but was, it, was there anything else uh, y'all wanted to talk about in regards to this movie before we kind of get to headcanons and wrap up? Was he the Slumdog Millionaire Kid? He yeah. is the Slumdog Millionaire Kid, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, I could have constructed a fucking headcanon out of that. I don't have time. Now. You have time. You have time. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, and just the cast is great. That that Barry Keoghan guy. I just became aware of him recently because he's 
You know, he was in Dunkirk. He's the new Joker in the Batman. Yeah. And uh, he, I really liked him in the Eternals or Marvel's Eternals. He's good in that as well. Uh, I remember him in Dunkirk. It's yeah. Good, uh, he's got a very distinctive face. Yeah. You know who doesn't is Joel Edgerton. I feel like he's he's a guy who I know the name. I know he's super famous, but I can never like I I never ever remember what I've ever seen him in. You know, and I only yeah. I, I looked it up earlier. I know he was Uncle Owen in the Star Wars prequels, but as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to I'm going to forget that. I'm not going to remember it tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to know who the fuck Joel Edgerton is in a day. He's in Warrior, too. That's right, he was in Warrior. Yeah, he was in Warrior, yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I'm I'm not going to remember that in a day or two. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know why. He's just one of those guys. That's okay. That probably means that you could, like, play, like, a lot of different kinds of roles. Yeah, that's true. If you're just, like, really good, but, like, you're not, I don't know, distinctive. You have some anonymity to you that you don't. Yep, and also Alicia Vikander, Vikander, whatever her name is. Uh, yeah, she's. I I loved her in uh, Ex Machina, and yeah. then yeah, also in Tomb Raider. I didn't see Tomb Raider, but uh, yeah, I remember her. I remember that name. Yeah, but then also his mom, uh, Sarita Chudhuri, I think. Yeah, she. It took me a minute to place her. I she's in season three of Jessica Jones. <laughs> that and I, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I remember that. Who is she and Jessica Jones? She's Kith. She's Jerry Hogarth, uh, Carrie Ann Moss's old flame. That she like they like yeah. they hooked up in college, and then now she's like going back to uh, try and rekindle the old flame. Next week we're talking about 2022's The Menu. So be sure to check that out. And as always, you can follow us on social media on Facebook at Danger Explosion Presents Headcanon on Instagram at HeadcanonPod, on Twitter at HorrorMoviePod, and you can always follow the subreddit r slash HorrorMoviePod. Well, do either of you have a headcanon you want to go ahead with, or I can go first? Doesn't matter to me. I'll do it. Okay, Brent. I'm just going to watch and listen, because I don't really know how this game works. That's so fine. That's right. and, then, and then after this, this Molly, we, just, we cut each other's heads off, and then okay. a year from now, we meet back up here. Right. Okay. I'll make sure I'm not wearing a belt. Like, <laughs> you think we'll ever have the technology if, like, you get your head cut off, like they can, like, just put it back on and resuscitate you? <sighs> you know, I've, I've watched enough shitty B sci-fi movies from the '50s to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and we can. And then at that point, we will have done it. Surely, that's yeah. the pinnacle of of civilization is putting. Yeah. Putting heads back on, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's um, the brain that wouldn't die, right? That's like, I've seen, I've seen see YouTube videos. My favorite. I've seen <laughs> YouTube videos. Oh, sorry, Mullen. No, yeah, that's it. Uh, I've seen videos of people who, are, like, take the anesthesiologist challenge, and they're, like, they try to stay awake as long as possible while, like, a man or woman who went to school for a very long time to give you drugs to put you to sleep puts you to sleep. Right. And they're like, mm, and they just like go to sleep. But I wonder <laughs> if there's like a challenge where like you get your head cut off and you could stand back up like the night, you know? Mm-hmm. You get chopped off and you will yourself to stand back up. Yeah. That's how, how how long do they I say? mean, chickens do it, right? Chickens? Yeah, man. Cockroaches, I think. Yeah. What do you, th- what, do, what do you think 
Brent, what do you think, or Molly, either, both of you, what would you think about in the, like, three to four or five seconds after the chop happens, and then you're just, like, rolling around on the ground, and, like, maybe your body's still standing there? I would, I would like, do, like, really aggressive push-ups right before <laughs> it happened, so that, like, hopefully, like, on the up, I could then, like, stand and just, like... With some bravado or something, just like yeah. show everyone, like, oh, you cut my head off. And maybe bow, like, just take a bow. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like squirting out of the stump. <laughs> that's it. Honestly, I would just hope I wouldn't fart. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. Right. Because okay, don't, don't do it, don't do it. But then my head's not there. I'm gonna fart. You know? Yeah. Because everyone would laugh. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would grab the executioner. I think, okay. and I like I would I would like try to force him into a hug, so then like maybe this he, is with your head off with the head off, yeah. So then like maybe he just like natural reflex he would squeeze, and then like a tube of toothpaste, like it would all just all shoot out the top, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like you were squirting yourself into his body. <laughs> yeah, and then I'd take it over, and then I would be him. Yeah, your guts just your guts just became a sentient and just like trying to leap into his. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta I just gotta squirt my soul into his nose or mouth. <laughs> no problem. It would be crazy to cut two people's heads off and push and mush them together. Wait, and just allow it to like circulate. Yeah. That's how that's how science works. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is all this is all sound science right here. <laughs> <laughs> I so it. I think I my head canon is that Dave Dave Pally he what's his name Dave Patel De- Dev Patel. Dave Pally doesn't he write like Dog Man Dev Patel yeah. Dev Patel sorry Dave Pally writes Dog Man the joke no, this, um, none of Dave, those are right okay. <laughs> something was there <laughs> I've taken the head of Dave and the Patel and they're pushing together um yeah I think that he gets. He gets accosted in the woods by by those ruffians, right? The one guy's like, I'm going to take your horse. I'm going to finish your quest. And he has this gigantic black battle axe, which is amazing. It's like yeah. this obsidian black battle axe. Jumps on the horse and just like rides off in the distance. We switch our gaze then to CNN. And we see the big balloon. And we just see this dude like, like the cow jumping over the moon. He just like... <laughs> With the brazen battle axe, chopping the head off of the, the satellite. Uh, yeah, yeah, just chopping the balloon. Saving the day. I love it. And I think that'd be a lot cheaper than yeah. launching a missile. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, instead of the green knight, the white balloon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just like, it's like E.T. style, like going, like, <laughs> panning, like, across the moon. Right, yeah. Almost like, like a silhouette. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> also, well... My head canon is that uh just in celebration of civilization and and all that we've accomplished we the the sequel is directed by Michael Bay, right? And so all the knights they hear about Dev Patel's character getting his head cut off, so they all like you get some hard like hard rock music. They all fucking gear up. You get a montage of them like putting weapons on, and they go out and they just fucking kick the Green Knight's ass, and it's badass. And then there's a big explosion, and then an American flag comes down, 
and somebody turns it into an origami eagle that then flies away. <laughs> Whoa! Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's like a, they're, metic- they're showing every step of the eagle being folded. <laughs> yeah, very meticulous. Yeah, at first... Launched I, off I, a grassy hillside. Yeah, at first you think they're doing like the military fold, but then it starts to get more intricate and you're like, wait, what the fuck are they doing? It's raining. I think that is in the rock where they're folding a flag in the rain. Right. And then all <laughs> And then you're like, wait, is that is that taking the shape of an eagle? Yes. <laughs> That's wild, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my so that's my headcanon. The sequel is is a is a celebration of 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 all things. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it, Corey. It's amazing. That's wild. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, well, Molly, is there anything else uh, y'all want to talk about? You want to plug, point people toward before we wrap up here? Go see Andy Night Live this weekend. Go to Defiance Comedy's fundraiser in the spring, mm-hmm. and our fringe, uh, our fringe show in August. And we haven't nailed it down, but if it is what I think it is going to be, it is going to also be a very proper mind fuck. Oh, nice. Molly, thank you again so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone at home, for tuning in. It's been a blast. We'll definitely have you back. And this has been Head Cannon. <laughs> What put you on the block anyway? A kid? An old man? Probably all three. Here's the deal. Wouldn't be no news to me. Cause ain't nothing under a rock that I ain't seen. I'm just about collecting my money, smoking green. Nothing's gonna happen to you. At least nothing new. Cry and cry alone. It's cool, I'm black too. Let me know what's good for you. Shh. You make enough cheese, you can be my main boo. Smile. Like they say, green is business. business. They say, oh, boss, green in a funny, funny way. way. Comes all the way in the circle is what I mean. It all starts and finishes with green. green. Right? Yeah. Green ain't only money, you know. It's silence, country, and things that grow. You can have your foot in the drift or watch it be. That's where it's at, in a funny way. If you follow me, then maybe I'll work on my ratio some. Until judgment comes, just tell them everything. It's a lick, no matter where you place it. It's a color today, always been facing. The green. on my scene change every day. So let us do unto you, they say. Green is a life bag in a different way, but it could lead to a death bag too. Neon red, anyway. It could lead to.
whistle with that back toe. Neon red in your little. They just pushed it too strong. Too many oceans and lawns and pot guts and lawns. Take all the crumbs of the